Yo, this is Raggedy Jack with Amnesis, and you're listening to The Loud Spot with Sebastian. What's up, everybody? You're listening to The Loud Spot. I'm your host, Sebastian Cosby, right out of Oklahoma City. We have an awesome band tonight, a metal band, a band that should have fucking been on a long goddamn time ago, but hasn't made it, but they're here tonight. A band I like to call Amnesis, but they're called Amnesis. So, the name Amnesis, what does that mean? Um, originally, it was uh, originally it was just kind of a wordplay on... Um, on amnesia, I suppose. Okay. So I mean, it was it was actually it was actually when I first threw it out there, it was actually a uh, it was actually a name that a friend of mine had came up with for a band that we were supposed to you know get going a long time ago, but it just never it just never happened. So we were trying to look for a band for this one. I always thought it was a cool it was just a cool sounding name, so I threw it into the hat and everybody liked it. So you know we went with it. So. I had Niles on the podcast before, and I totally said Amnesis, and he did not correct me. <laughs> well, so, we typically don't, you know. I mean, <laughs> you well, said we typically just let people have, you know, have it. Like, you know, we're just used to it. Niles, when I said Amnesis, did you immediately catch that? Yeah, but I mean, honestly, I'm so used to people saying like Amnesis or Amnesia. <laughs> Or Amnesis, you know, <laughs> you know, they got their own slang term for it. So they didn't everybody, mis- everybody mispronounces my last name all the time. So you know, this name was fitting. <laughs> you know, I, I think I think that because I'm from California, I think if I was from the Carolinas or even from Oklahoma, I probably would have read it as Amnesis. So so, but since I'm from California, it's like a very different West Coast. Uh, West Coast accent, I guess, that even though I lived here now for a long time, I still kind of carry that. And sometimes I have that Southern draw, and sometimes I don't. But you guys, you guys fucking kick ass. I love your band. I love when I played it. When I first time I heard it, I love the song uh, Game of Faces. That song's awesome. So if you guys could tell me a little bit about your band, when you started, and just, just kind of just talk about your band a little bit. Yeah, me and uh, me and Miller, we met. You know, we met a uh, met a long time ago. We were in a different band together. Uh, me and him, uh, we've been playing music together for what 13, 14 years, something like that. Uh, roughly, like, roughly, I mean, it kind of feels like that anyway. But um, yeah, and uh, yeah, and then after you know our first initial band uh, band broke up, me and Miller were kind of the hired guns in that project because uh, we didn't start it. We just both just kind of came into it. Uh, me and him just had a lot of uh, the same musical preferences and things of that nature, so we just immediately hit it off. And uh, when Dropside disbanded, you know, I was kind of like on my year hiatus, and 
Miller was kind of doing some projects on the side, and one day he just kind of hit me up. I was just kind of waiting for it. He just kind of hit me up. Hey, man, what are you doing? <laughs> Look, I was just like, oh, I was just like, uh, not a damn thing, man. He's like, yeah, I figured. Well, uh, come over to my house. I got a bassist. I got a drummer. You know, so I was like, all right, yeah, y'all. Just waiting for you to call, man. That's what I was doing. So, uh, so, so basically, I went over there, and and that's when amnesis first became a thing and um uh like i said we had our you know we had our the drummer we had for you know we were kind of like really progressive at that point uh we didn't really know our sound and eventually um we got a more current lineup we we added a lead guitarist and you know we had like a different bass player and a different drummer um our drummer you know i've known for for a really long time and you know just kind of reconnected with him so we brought him into the mix and that's when we developed our current sound and kind of went in the direction that we went um our bass player at the time uh was the one that kind of introduced the whole mask thing to the to the project um he he just came in like when we first hired him he just straight up came in he's like look guys you know, so I got this like person, you know, I got this alternate personality I like to do is his name's Lee Croy, you know, and like, you know, and, and, and motherfucker shows up to practice looking like a big ass G.I. Joe. And, um, <laughs> you know, we're, we're wearing like this, this cheap skull mask from like, you know, the dollar store, you know, like the chrome ones you see or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And coming wearing these big like motocross boots and these big gloves. And he was just a big dude. And I finally looked at him and I was like, finally, somebody that wants to like, you know, do some stuff like this. So I immediately, so, so for a while, it was like me, him and the drummer were like the only ones that were like really, you know, dressing up and getting into any sort of a character. And it was just, it was just kind of like a steady process from there, you know. Uh, we kind of locked in our music style, but we were still just playing with how we wanted to look on stage. And uh, in the recent couple past couple years you know we finally kind of locked that in you know the image we wanted to throw out there and and it just kind of gelled a lot more cohesively at that point i you know i do want to say one thing i was trying to go by your stage name by calling miller niles but you already called him miller so so there goes that whole fucking thing man no, no, goes, it's, no, it's, no it's all good the way i see the way i see it is i'm not i'm not in character in the moment so you know <laughs> Just call me Jason. It's, it's all good. I was just doing that for your intro. So. Oh yeah, yeah, rag, rag, raggedy Jack, raggedy Jack. That is a cool fucking nickname, by the way. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> it's I very kinda... cool. So, so you guys have the mask thing. So, because I, I was looking at your pictures earlier, like I said, I, I don't really come prepared for anything. So I was looking at your Facebook a little earlier, and I was like, oh yeah, they do wear masks, and and you might change that, right? Well, well, you know, I mean, we're always looking to try to evolve the image, you know, so. What, what year did the band start? Like, what was the very beginning? Like, was Jason, uh, or sorry, Miller, you guys are both named Jason, actually, so it's, it's a little confusing. Did the band start, like, before you joined as a singer, I guess I would ask? Um, no, um, the, the songs, uh, the, the, the first Amnesis songs, which were on our, which actually evolved and appeared on our first album, uh, were actually written because in between Amnesis and Dropside, uh, we had started a project. Uh, it was called it was called a Complex Synopsis. You know, it was this really strange name. We just wanted something messed up. We only played like one show, but we were to you know, but we were a band for a year, and that was like the early stages of a lot of those older Amnesis songs. 
was was we had wrote during that time. So after that, it was like, you know, we kind of took a break. And then when Miller called me back and was like, you know, hey, does it, you know, hey, you know, I, you know, I got, you know, a bassist and a drummer, you know, what are you into? Um, we took a lot of those songs that we had written during that point. So um, we consider that project was like kind of like the early writing phases for Amnesis, you know, so. Because because a lot of you know because we had like a few songs that we were using at at the time that we had written during that hiatus point. That's really interesting. Did you guys always start off like knowing you're going to be like a metal band? Like immediately we're well, yeah. doing metal. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, uh, well, actually, like when we first started doing Amnesis, we uh, you know we knew we were going to be heavy. We knew we were going to be metal, but um, we were experimenting a lot with different things because um, you know I mean I come from like a wide, you know, kind of musical, you, you know, like background, you know? So it's like, I mean, you know, it's like, you know, I was, uh, you know, I mean, I was, I was a child of the eighties. So it was like, you know, I had, you know, so I had like weird influences and things of that nature. And, and I wanted to get into this project, not being pigeonholed as like strictly metal or anything like that. You know, it was like, I, I just wanted to experiment. So when did you guys' new album I guess drop when did it come out? You have some songs on there that we're gonna play on the podcast. What was that? Was that in 2020 or was that in 2019? Uh, yes, that was 2020. We released that actually uh, on New Year's. Oh, okay. So very new. So and then you know we'll talk about the whole COVID thing after this. But I want to play this first song that was uh, sent to us by Candy. Kick Rocks Entertainment, always a shout out to them. I know you guys love Candy Browning as well. Oh, yeah. So, Obsession, what is this song about? Um, uh, th- this song was pretty much, uh, I, strangely enough, I wrote I wrote this song watching an episode of Game of Thrones. Um, <laughs> Hold on, real quick, I'm going to stop you right there because my wife is just now re-watching the whole season. She just started season one, episode one tonight again. We already watched it, like I think maybe twice now. She's doing it again. <laughs> but go ahead. Yeah, uh, I was I, I was watching an episode of Game of Thrones. It was actually uh, on season two. It was when uh, Rob first met. You know the you know the uh, guy. I always forget her name. The the you know the nurse lady. I guess that he ends up marrying, and. Um, and she was patching up like a dude's amputated leg <laughs> and was saying something about like, you know, like, uh, you know, he was trying to flirt with her when she when she was doing this. And she kept mentioning, like, you know, I have to, like, do this to, like, prevent the rot from slipping up the leg, you know. <laughs> so I, I don't know. For some reason, I started thinking about that. Like, um, you, you know, it's like when you're when you're obsessed with something, you know, it's like it's like a rot within you. You know, so that's like the word play on obsession was, you know, it was like, you, you know, when you're, you know, when you're obsessed with something, it's like you don't think, you know, and it just, it just causes a rot within you, so to speak. So, Absolutely. You know, well, this yeah. song is called Obsession, not Obsession. Or did I get yeah. the accent wrong? Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> I was like, no, no, it's, no, it's called Obsession. It's, okay. uh, Gotta make fun of us Southern boys, you know. We understand. Hey, I live in Oklahoma. I understand. Hey, I live in Oklahoma. I'm not making fun of you guys. I love it. I love you guys' band, and I really appreciate you guys being on the podcast. Let's play Obsession right now. The band Amnesis. These guys fucking rock. Check it out. 
Session, Jason. I gotta ask you one thing, Mr. Raggedy Jack over there. When you're screaming, like on in, in, on stage, are you screaming with like full force screaming, or do you somehow kind of block your throat and still scream? Um, it's actually just projecting my natural voice. Elaborate on. I, I don't know. I guess I don't because I used to scream uh, for a band. I totally fucked up my vocal cords because of it a long time ago. So that when you say it's a natural voice, like is it you're just screaming like you're just you're just you're just belching it out. Yeah, pretty much like yeah you know, kind of thing. You know, just I mean I mean just project it like that. You know, it's like you're not pushing with your throat, you know, you just push with your diagram your your diaphragm and just you know, just making yeah, I just take my natural speaking voice and I just amplify it. Miller, what do you do for the band again? He plays the skin flute. I play the skin flute and the rusty trombone. That's what I do. That's what I also play both those instruments. <laughs> they, they say I play guitar. I, I I don't have any recollection of this, but I heard it happens. So we'll go with that. 
So when you guys are playing your music, okay, when you guys are playing your music, do do you come up with the guitar riffs first? Like when you guys are structuring a song, is it the guitar first and then the other instruments come in and then the vocals last? Or do the vocals kind of come first and then the rest of the band writes as, a, around that? Uh, the vocals, uh, vocals not like, like uh, unless I've got just like a really structurally sound song, Usually, usually Jason and I kind of sit down with the riffs I've got and we kind of compile something. So it's what we're going to do for this next EP. It's a good formula. It's what we've done for the last two. Uh, Jason's always writing lyrics. So when he finds something that goes catastrophically with what I'm writing, you know, usually that's, that's the last, you know, piece of melt to go in the pot. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you know. Mr. Raggedy Jack, but that that's normally how we do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I say that pretty much sums it up. Uh Miller usually writes the guitar riffs and uh, you know, he'll 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 pitch the idea he'll he'll pitch the idea to me and um I'll sit there and go over it and and you know, and yeah, based on what I need it for, you know, I'll be like, um, you know, I'll structure the riffs, like put them in order kind of thing. And he gives me the pieces to the puzzle, and I try to put it together. And um, I mean, I'm I'm writing shit right now. Yeah. Just as we're talking, but Jason Jason's over there slacking, and Miller's on a podcast and still working. <laughs> I'm just trying to multitask, baby. <laughs> multitasking at its finest. What would you say? We'll go Jason, then Miller. What are your, some, of, some of Jason, your, you first, your biggest influences as far as music goes? Okay. Um, I'm, like, like I said, um, I was a 90s kid. You know, I grew up, uh, grew up best years of my life in the 90s. Um, I was, you know, like I said, I graduated in 99. You know, I was a teenager, you, you know, and like, you know, in that time. And I was really heavily influenced by, you know, uh, a lot of like, like a lot of industrial toward like the late 80s, you know, when I started getting into metal, like uh, I started getting into stuff like, you know, ministry, like Sopatora, you know, um, you know, things of that nature. And, you know, it just kind of just kind of went on from there. And then as I got, you know, it's like and then when I was in high school, you know, I was like a big Cold Chamber fan. Um, I liked a lot of new metal, not so much the rappy aspect of it, but more the experimental type new metal. You know, like I said, uh, you know, I'm a huge Nothing Face fan, American Head Charts. Hold on. I got to stop you right there. Last night I was actually talking to Candy on the phone, uh, and I was having to listen to music with me for the podcast, and she mentioned Nothing Face. I fucking love Nothing Face. I thought nobody else knew about them. Cause like they weren't like a super big band, but Nothing Face was a big influence in my life when it came to listening to metal music. That fucking band rocks. I, they're not I, actually, get- I actually introduced Candy to Nothing Face. Um, yeah, cause I cause I listened to him quite a bit. Uh, Matt Matt Holt's like you know my spirit animal, like 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 vocally, you know. So it's uh you know he, he, you know he was a huge you know he was a huge influence, you know. So yeah, like I said, I was a huge Nothing Face fan, and. Um, as well as like American Head Charge and Cold Chamber were like two of my other big influences. And Miller, what about your influences? Honestly, um, my influences range, but I mean, I guess as far as, as metal, you would say like uh, I'm really, really into like you know American Head Charge, Mushroom Head, uh, Cold Chamber, Candiria, Dog Fashion Disco. 
you know, like like a lot of like early two thousands uh, metal bands, you know, even go as far back as like you know Fear Factory. Uh, I love System of a Down, one of my favorite bands of all time. I'm definitely a Killswitch Engage fan. You know, you can hear it in my writing. So. Yes, yeah, System of a Down just came out with a new song, I think. Like oh, yeah. two songs, two by mistake. Oh, yeah. they're amazing. Yeah, they just came out. They just came out with that, and I, dude, I fucking love all those bands that you guys just mentioned. Every single one of them reminds me of, you know what it reminds me of? Reminds me of high school. <laughs> it reminds me of when I was in high school, yeah, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but your, yeah. your, your band definitely has a new sound, though. So, it, you know, is it hard to, I guess every band has their own unique unique style and unique sound. Is there anybody in the band that's not really a metalhead, but still in your guys' band just because they're in the band? No, I mean, I'd say, I'd, I'd say everybody's pretty much like, you know, got a metalhead. It's just, um... Mm-hmm. Like I know the other two members, like me and me and Miller are pretty um, close to what we listen to and what we frequent musically. Uh, the other two members, uh, they they like, you know, like I said, they have their like, you know, it's different. You know, they they like metal, but it's like different than what we than what we normally <laughs> frequent. Right. So, um, so you know, I mean, we we kind of come from you know just different you know, just different aspects of the, you know, of metal. So it's a, you know, so, so, so we're all universally metal heads, you know, we just come from different strains of it. So are you, are you guys managed by anybody or is it just you guys independently? Uh, no, we've, we've been pretty independent. Like, you know, Miller, uh, <laughs> I, I, I say Miller cause, uh, you, you know, um, like a lot, of, like, especially a lot in the, of the band's early days and stuff like that, you know, we were, we were very DIY and, um, I try to do everything social media wise. Uh, I do want to give a shout out to our boy Wes Moose Jocks over at Metal Coffee Productions. Uh, he takes care of us. He's working on a lot of stuff for us. But you know, for 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 the most part, as far as being like you know signed or, or having a label or anything, we don't. Uh, that that might be in the works here. You know, very soon. We all just kind of when COVID's hit. You know, we we've kind of been down key, just kind of hiding in the shadows and stuff. But there are some talks of kind of taking it to the next level once things pick back up and once we start rolling on this new EP. You know, I do want to talk about COVID. I want to talk about tours. I want to talk about concerts you guys you guys have played. But I want to do that right after I play another song that you guys have. Control, Alt, Delete. Uh-oh. What a cool name for a song. And this is on the new album also, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, what is control all delete, which everyone knows control all delete on a computer? What does that mean in this song? Um, I wrote this song. Uh, it was kind of like how um, I get. God, I can put the words to. It. Okay, um, you have a lot of things that you know, like media and the way that everybody, you know, the cancel culture and stuff like that is nowadays. It's like everybody's trying to censor themselves kind of you know so it's um so basically and it's like in terms of people it's kind of like um like a gaslighting effect as well you know it's like uh you know it's like people try to control you then they try to delete you and you know know, they try to alter you and then eventually they try to delete you here we go with control alt delete A piece of paper Say 
about that song i love the way the drums are with like the pauses in between i love when a band gives like a good kind of stop and go music flow and that's what that song provides to me i fucking love it when how long did how long did it take you guys to write that song and i know the drummer had to have had a big influence on the structure of that song did you want to take that one miller you want me to take it going crazy <laughs> okay well we wrote uh we wrote that song we had our um our lead guitarist in the band at the time and it kind of started out i think it started out with the the drum no actually the drums came with the guitar did it not it was kind, like, of, uh, kind of a completely different song and we just yeah. we kind of reworked it and yeah, uh because initially it wasn't it wasn't focused on the drums it was more the guitar chug and the drums kind of patterned that and we just isolated it from that point i think the drums on this song really kind of take a lead on the on the sound of the song and i'm a drummer so i'm a little biased to drummers like i love when there's a good like drum song that takes kind of control but the pauses in that song the way that song structures you can tell that the drums kind of uh, eventually kind of took lead in the structure of that song um, and I think that, like I said, I'm biased because I'm a drummer. Fucking fantastic. So you guys came out with the new album early 2020, like New Year's, right? Yep. You guys probably had some big plans on what your next step was with the band on moving forward with the music. Maybe get some tours lined up, get some shows lined up. COVID came. How did that affect you guys? Well, considering, you know, we just put this, you know, we just, we had just put that album out. Um, we kind of put it out shortly after because the first thing we did was on New Year's, we released the Game of Faces video. Um, and that was the single off the album. And then we played like maybe three shows for it. And we, you know, we had big plans for the summer and stuff like that, including, you know, a, a Florida run, a potential Texas run. Um, trying to get, trying to spread our wings a little bit, you know, because, uh, you know, we haven't had a chance to do that in the last, um, two or three years. Um, 
you know, just get, get to places we haven't been to before and seeing how, you know, people reacted to it. Um, you know, and then, yeah, like I said, that happened, you know, like what, March or something like that. And, and yeah, and like I said, it kind of, it kind of put brakes on everything. We just kind of, you know, I mean, we were forced to kind of focus on our lives at that point. And, you know, which, you know, I don't regret, uh, you know, as being, a, see as being a bad thing. I think honestly, um, you know, it's, the break was needed because it made me uh, kind of renewed my appreciation for where we're at. And I, I believe that when we do write new material and, and go back out there, um, we have more material that we haven't been able to play. So it's like we're getting, you know, so we have plenty of material now that people want to hear. And because we didn't get to play, the, you know, people haven't heard this album live much, you know, so we want to write new material and put this album out there. And at the same time, it's like, it gives us more to work with, I think. So are, we do get to out there, are you currently working on a 2021 album? Because do you feel like because you couldn't play concerts or shows with your new album, this album, by the time the whole COVID thing's over, hopefully fucking soon, do you feel like you have to come out with new material or are you still going to push this album? Or do you feel like maybe it's old and we got to come up with new new material by the time we start doing shows? Well, we, we, we consistently need to evolve, you know? So it's like, I mean, we don't, I mean, we don't want to be set back in being that, well, well, we didn't promote this album the way it needed to be, but we can always promote it at the same time with other, with other material. And that's the beauty of it. You know, as we, you know, it's like we have a whole album that hasn't, that people haven't heard live much, you know? So it's like, when we have the material, we got plenty of songs to work with and and throw out there that's not old. You know, it's like we haven't been playing these songs for like a whole year, so we're not tired of them. So we can add these with others and it just make, you know, and like I said, it, you know, it gives us a chance to promote two things at once if need be. So, yeah. And is Candy right there next to you? Yeah, she's here. Candy, what is going on? What's up? So, you promote the shit out of Amnesis. They're my favorite band. Ever. Ever. What do you do to help? Yeah, I saw that little kisses right there. What What? What do you do? What? Candy's awesome. I want to give her a shout out right now. With She's on the podcast with Kick Rocks mm-hmm. Entertainment. You do a great job promoting everybody that you're involved with. Thank you. You're very, very welcome. What's it like... Uh, Jason living with Candy. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, honestly, it's, I mean, you know, it's cool. I mean, you know, like I said, you know, we, we always, we've always got along. Um, like I said, in the the last year that I've been in Greenville before, you know, she came to live with us. Um, you know, like I said, we had gotten really close because, you know, she was, one of the only people I associated with in the area at the time, you know, cause I was just taking some time for myself and, um, you know, and, and she's a really good friend and, you know, and, and like I said, she started living here and it's like, you know, she's, she's like me. She's really calm, calm nature, you know? So it's like, you know, of course we get along, you know, we just, you know, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of nice cause me and Candy kind of pivot as like the, uh, <laughs> The neutral, the neutral beacons of the house, I guess. You know? <laughs> uh, 
you know, so, I mean, it, it kind of gives like a, you know, you know, cause we live with like one other person and, um, you know, so it's like, you know, two guys, and a, two guys and a chick kind of deal. And yeah. <laughs> there's, a show, there's a show about that from the 80s. I can't remember. What it, three, no, Three's Company 2 with two girls and a guy. Two girls and a guy. Miller, I'm going to ask you a question. Uh-oh. What do you think the band's next step is once you guys start playing shows? Do you feel like yourselves moving forward and making it big time? I think you guys sound great and you guys have the sound to make it big time. What is your next push for the band? Uh, my next push is, you know, I mean, simply put, we uh, we, we just got to get through this COVID thing and then start jamming again. And once we do, we're going to lay down, you know, the nasty tracks for that EP. Are you guys um, are you guys able to practice together, or do you guys like do you send each other files? Because I know one's in North Carolina, one's in South Carolina. Is that like a far drive? Uh, no, 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 it's uh, it's actually only like an, it's only, it's only like an hour and a half. I mean, that's kind of like why I chose Greenville because I still have family, you know, in, in that area, and you know, and it gives me an excuse to come back. Yeah, so you guys are able to practice together, then, right? Uh, yeah, like I said, we we've only been doing that recently. Um, let's see, a couple weeks ago was the first time you know we started getting back together uh, in about probably five months. We wow. ain't we ain't played together. We ain't been in the same room together, all four of us, since like since like April, probably. So yeah. no yeah, shit. We just, all we just been trying wow. to do the, the COVID thing, been trying to social distance and all that jazz. We've got a Google Drive set up, and we send ideas back and forth. You know, if I write something, I send it to the guys. I've I've written like almost twenty songs, just you know, sitting there itching, waiting to be compiled. We've narrowed it down to about six or seven songs, you know, a couple of singles and an EP. And uh, it's just time to get back in there, you know, throw the gloves off and, and get dirty again. Dude, I think you guys should and keep on writing new music. Every single song I've heard tonight, it just keeps getting better and better and better. All your songs fucking rock. Like, I cannot wait to see you guys live. I think it's going to be a great show. And, you know, maybe keep the mask thing going for a little bit because that's kind of kind of a neat thing i think not a lot of bands do it you know it's kind of unique uh, and i think your sound fits it oh no 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 like, like i said we're, we're definitely gonna stick with that you know it's just uh you know i just like to evolve it like i said i'm you know I, i'm gonna probably experiment with more face paints and things <laughs> of that nature and still stay in the character you know but you know just try to evolve the look a little bit that's cool well, let's let's play let's play happy accident right now and this is the first time I'm hearing it. It just got sent to me tonight. Candy sent it over to me. So I get to listen to it for the first time. And I'm sure I'm going to love it. Let's talk about it right after we play it. Let's go. This is Happy Accident. Amnesis.
that song also has a lot of amazing pauses in it. I'm not going to lie. I love the fucking pauses. So you guys keep on pausing while you guys are playing the songs. Because I love a good pause. And you guys know how to do it so well. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys plan on like... Do, like You know when there's like a pause? Like on stage especially. You know, no one could see me. Because we don't do a video one. But you do like it. You hit the song. Like the bump. And then all of a sudden you're back into it. Like the band pauses for a second. And then all of a sudden you're back going crazy. Like when you guys do live concerts. Do you guys move around the stage like nuts? Or do you guys just stand there and play your music? Oh, no, no, we, we kind of move around. I mean, you know, at least I, you know, like I said, I, I try to move around as much as space would permit. But <laughs> You got to move around because it gets the energy and the flow, especially with that screaming metal you guys have. You got to do that. Do you think that COVID, in your opinion, and, 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 and there's no right or wrong answer. I, I think that COVID, for me personally, I would assume that there's a lot of bands that have broken up because of COVID and social distancing and the media putting this big fucking pressure on social distancing, do you feel that it's affected a lot of bands and even and maybe even in your band a little bit? What would you what would you, what do you think about that? Well, you know, we've been around. I mean, uh, come February fifth uh, will be um, our the tenth anniversary of the first show we played. So we've actually been a band for like, I mean, well, we, we formed like in the middle of November. So technically, yeah, we've been a band for about 10 years or at least Amnesis has been uh, a thing for 10 years. And, you know, and like I said, you know, me and Miller, we just, we just, we've been through so much shit with this band. Like, you know, this is just another, another thing. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, like, like I said, it's, you know, it's a, it's a different, it's a different challenge. You know, but at the same time, it's like, you know, we're, I mean, we've just been in this for so long, you know, it's just, you know, I mean, we're, we're dug into it, you know, so, so it's like, we just wait out the storm. And even if we're not playing for a while, it's like, you know, we get back together and it's, you know, everything, everything's all good, you know, so, but I think, but I think the break, you know, personally, like with, you know, in terms of other bands, you know, like um, this break, you know, it's, uh, you know, and, and it's kind of put everybody in a survival mode, um, in, in which case they're having to focus on, you know, the fact that maybe they don't have, you know, they don't quite have their lives together as much as they thought, you know, because of, of the of the recent challenges that, you know, COVID has presented. And it's kind of forced everybody to go into that kind of survival mode. And I think that's what breaks up a lot of bands honestly, is when people start reevaluating that and they're having to focus time and energy into other things and not so much, you know, and, and they lose passion for things, you know. I, so I, I, think you really, I think you really have to have a strong brotherhood um, and a band that's been around for a while to continue with the band during this whole pandemic, which is fucking retarded and bullshit. You know, without a strong brotherhood and without that love for each other um, as bandmates, it's almost like I, I bet a lot of great bands that could have been will never get known because of this. Because the music industry has been, I don't think people realize this, the music industry has been so affected by COVID. It's like affected the music industry probably more than any other industry besides the restaurant industry. Or like the social like bar restaurant type yeah. scene. Yeah. Well, 
which I'm in that field as well. So, <laughs> so you know, so you got a double whammy like music and and restaurants. Yeah, 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 go, go hand in hand. Like most most musicians are cooks, and people like me were bartenders and servers. So it's uh because uh, that kind of lifestyle fits around what we do. Uh, had the most you know jobs like that have the most flexibility for doing what we do. Yeah, and that's why I stuck with it as long as I did. You know, it was just easy money, and you know, and it was like they they catered to my schedule more than like a standard eight to fiver would. Um, you know, of course, it does present challenges because you know weekends are like usually the busiest times, and and that's when the other guys are not working. You know, so it's like my schedule is like always kind of like in a in a weird jumbled up mess like you know throughout the week but do you guys do you guys both at work like both of you guys i'm gonna ask this to both of you when you guys are at work do you talk about your band all the time no uh, honestly i don't i don't <laughs> <laughs> I, honest, honestly like when i'm when i'm out in the world like i i only mention it if somebody makes mention that they're like that they like metal or something like that i'd be like well you know i just have to <laughs> Here, here, check this out. I happen to be in this really fucking awesome band, by the way. Check yeah. it out. Miller, do you talk about it at work? Sometimes. Uh, you know, people will be talking about, you know, music and stuff, and they'll be like, well, you know, Miller's in a band. They'll be like, oh, what's your band? I'm like, Amnesis. And they're like, oh, I never heard of him. I'm like, yeah, here you go. Like, oh, God. You got the guy like Tom and, and, and everything. This is kind of cool, you know? And I'm like, that's, that's what's up, dude. Like, you know, I, I I try to push it where I can, but, you know, I, I'm not one of these dudes that just, like, runs around. It's like, hey, I'm in a band, here's a demo. Hey, I'm in a band, here's a demo. Because, you know, that would have been great in the 90s, but, you know, the game has changed. So You know what? Uh, I do that right at there. work. Everyone I work with knows I'm in a fucking, I do have a podcast. Everyone. Everyone knows I have a podcast. I let everybody know. I give everyone a sticker. And, like, I give the, 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 the 60 year old receptionist a sticker of my podcast not thinking she would ever listen to it and then she did and i was like you don't listen to my podcast she goes yes i do you say a lot of bad words <laughs> and i was like oh god well the, way, well the way i see it i used to be young once you know and full of full of ideas and hopes and <laughs> <laughs> dude promote the shit out of it i dude i you know i tell people that have a podcast that are never gonna listen to it but i pat i do it anyways you know why because i got no shame in my game I was like, whatever. Go big, go hard, or go home. If you don't like it, fuck you. I'll still interview you on my podcast if you want to. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, I feel like that kind of defines who we are as people. That's how a lot of you know people relate to us is because I think we are humble in our approach, you know, and that we're not that bad. It's like, you know, just, you know, hey, you know, hey, I'm in a band of just trying to shove it down everybody's throat. We're like, you know, hey, if you care, then then you know where you know where to find our stuff. You know where you, you know you know where it's at. You know, yeah. and you're gonna, you know. So it's like, but I always try. You know, we always try to maintain a sense of humbleness. You know, because we're not. You, you know, like I said. You know, you know, we all of us combined experience. You know, we've been in the, we've been in the game for a long time. We've just seen it all. You know, kind of thing. So it's like, you know, we're, you know, we're more interested in the art at this point than what people care about it, you know? So, yeah. Uh, you know, and when the way we see it is, you know, if you'd like it, you know, you're going to come to our shows, you know, you're, you're going to find out where the shows are at and you're going to, and, and you're going to do that research on your own, 
You, you know, and it's like, we don't have to tell you that if, if you really enjoy what we do. It's like we put ourselves out there enough to where, you know, hey, you know, but it's like mainly it's like, you know, I think word of mouth is like the best praise. You know, it's like yep. I don't like yeah. I don't like to I don't like to be like I don't want somebody to like me because I tell them to. I want them to like me because somebody else was like, hey, check these guys out. You know, because that's how I've always been. It's like, hey, you know, I love introducing bands to people that don't know them, you know, and and that's kind of how I envision it. You know, it's when just, I, I, yeah. And you know what? When I when I do reach out to people uh, for my <clears throat> podcast, I'll reach out to a band or or a person individually, maybe. And if they don't respond a couple weeks later, I may shoot them another message. But then after that, it's on them. I'm not going to yeah. push my shit down there. So I'll, I'll let them know about it. Yeah. Which I think yeah, is yeah. good to do, but yeah. then after that, you really got to just let them because you don't want to be that guy that's the the fucking annoying yeah. person. I was like, listen to my shit, listen to my shit, listen to my shit. Nobody likes that guy. But dude, we definitely we definitely appreciate you having us on tonight. You know, like I said, mm-hmm. uh, you, you know, I, I I've heard I've heard your show quite a bit from Candy. She listens to it in the morning. <laughs> stuff like that so you know i mean i you know i definitely think with you know you got a good thing going on and you know we appreciate being part of that so thanks man let's play the last song night terrors this song came out what years ago uh yeah Uh, actually actually i just pulled it up on facebook it's like almost five years ago because uh well i think we released this one on on like it was close to it was close to new year's and uh (laughs) so new year's new year's is your thing New Year's is your thing. Yeah, exactly. We like to hit people. Well, it's a weird thing, you know. I mean, it's like, you know, everybody's pushing summer. You know, everybody, like, drops stuff in the summertime. So, we do it in the dead of winter, you know. <laughs> let's play. Let's play Night Terrors right now. And then we're going to ask you guys to get some shout-outs to some bands that you fucking love locally. And then we're fucking done. Here we go with Night Terrors and Nieces.
I love how you say, why are you screaming as you're screaming? <laughs> like, yeah, that, was, that was kind of the point. <laughs> you're like, why are you screaming? I can't even scream. I, 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 I should not even attempt to do that. I should not even attempt to do that. Miller, I know you're prepared for this. I think you're the most prepared for this. Some <laughs> bands you want to give some shout-outs to <laughs> right now. All right. Uh, first off, big shout-out to my boys and Redefine. Fuck yeah. Um, shit, man. Mindshape Fist, Lead Season, Brain Cell, Paradoxum, 1134, Fractured Frames, uh, Dying Oath, Love Them People, uh, Tombstone Highway, uh, Johnny Padre. Man, that, dude, there's so many bands. I can't even. I can't even thank Stray right now. Like, like y'all know who you are. Y'all know. <laughs> <I mean. laughs> look, look, you came. You came prepared with that statement. Like you've been preparing for a week. <laughs> I just asked you a couple minutes ago. Jason's over there like, fuck, I don't know, man. And you're like, uh, this band, this band, this band, this band, this band. That's fucking awesome. I love when bands give other bands shout outs because people listen and then they want to check them out. They listen to my podcast. Where. If they want to find you guys, they want to buy your merch, they love your music, where can they find you guys? Uh, Facebook.com backslash Amnesis Band. Uh, YouTube, our username is AmnesisNC. Uh, you can find us on uh, Twitter at AmnesisUSA. Uh, I think we're AmnesisMC on Instagram. You can also try Amnesis Band. Uh, we're on Bandcamp, just Amnesis, Amnesis Band, I think. Or Amnesis USA, Amnesis NZ. It's one of them three. Uh, there's a lot of stuff. Uh, if I had a list in front of me, I would give it to you. But uh, you know, I totally don't. Um, we're we're working on, uh, you know, branching out and uh, you know, getting everything else rolling. But you know, that's the main ones right there. We got a big cartel. You know, if you want to buy some merch, um, or you can just message us. We'll mail it to you. Or we'll hand deliver it safely at a six foot distance, like like through the drive through window or something. However. <laughs> Candy, do you want to add anything to that? Uh, they're also on Spotify. See, she, she knows she's sharp. She's sharp. Candy's sharp. You know, she's like, you know, like, since she came here, everything's like organized. So <laughs> I, I think that was like very pivotal, you know. <laughs> she helps organize my podcast, like for real. She really does. Yes. She really does. Kick Rocks Entertainment is awesome. The Kick band. Rocks. The band Amnesis is awesome. Jason and Miller. I can't just say Jason Miller because that's also your name. So Jason <laughs> and Miller or Raggedy Jack and Niles. <laughs> you guys have been awesome on the podcast. Thank you for doing this for me. I can't wait. I got a new outro song coming out by Nothing Short of Tragic. I sent it to Candy. I sent, I sent a piece of it to Candy earlier. It, it wasn't done yet. But for now, we still got the other song that Nothing Shorter tried to did for us as an outro. Peace out, everybody. Amnesis, you guys are fucking awesome. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yes, sir. Stay right there. Don't go anywhere. And good night, everybody. <laughs>